Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. Really not a lot to say on this, because it's one of those things that I feel, the more I say, the more it just shows I'm just a, a shill for Marvel at this point, because it's just so beautiful. It was just so joyously holiday-esquely beautiful. It, like, I'm not a... On a personal note, ever since my parents died, I've never been a big fan of Christmas, but this kind of brought a little bit of that magic back in that misfit kind of a way. And it really was joyful to watch. Finally having Mantis and Drax having like a, a nice standalone moment, you know, getting that extra information that we got about Mantis and Peter, like as a carry through. It was just so beautiful. The music, of course, amazing, but you know, we can get into that a little bit later, but like, it was just a joy, a absolute blissful joy. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I, I watched this on my own and I loved it. And then I watched it again this week with Christy, who's kind of been, she hasn't tuned in for a lot of the TV stuff recently, but she was open to watching this and uh, she loved it. Yeah, because it's so much to love. You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw it before they pulled it. So what Marvel did was they did their their Marvel Legends shorts, which are always released right before a project with, like, five-minute, like, you know, this is the this is what we where we've been with the character, you know? So they did one on Mantis. And, of course, what they added was something very, that most people didn't know or see, which was a scene where Mantis... Oh, shut the fuck up, cops. Where Mantis basically said yeah i'm i'm quill's sister and i'm just a part of his biggest shame so i'm not going to tell him and it was a deleted scene from guardians of the galaxy 2 but it wasn't we no one like we all talked about it as a possibility and the going theory since that movie came out exactly because we saw in that in that sequence you know ego with the with the woman mantis (laughs) whatever species she is and it looked exactly like Mantis. so we just assumed like okay of all the people that uh, he he killed, he kept her around because she had some powers to help him sleep and rest. And she wasn't a celestial, but she had, she, w- she was useful. Yes, and she her, the colors of her power um, was very much the same color as Ego's power. So, like, there was a lot there. So you're like, alright, well, no one's talking about it, but maybe one day, and here they did. They confirmed it in a Legends episode. But all of a sudden, Marvel pulled it. So it got some attention for, like, five minutes, and then they pulled it. It's there now. You can watch it now with the same thing, but they pulled it as if they didn't want people to know before the actual holiday special aired, and she revealed it herself. Yeah, no, that, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Although, it gets revealed pretty much. Right in the beginning, like within three seconds. It's not like we're waiting to the end of the, end of the special. It's like, no, they did it as if we had had that scene, you know? So it was a little, a little weird that <laughs> that's how they did that. But but very cute at the end when she reveals that to Peter. No, I mean, like, that's the thing. It was the most heartwarming thing that he still has family. And again, because of my cynicism, that really made me glow. It was just that, like, oh, my God, like, I feel you. That That's just so sweet and so amazing. Uh, Mantis shined in this episode. So hardcore. Everything that she did, from yelling at Drax, from, the, from, from beating everybody up and using her badass powers to put everyone to sleep after beating everybody up, you know, it, it, she's never had a chance to actually shine like this. And it was great. Yeah. I feel like this, uh, this is the most she's had to do. Yeah. I want a whole series devoted to Mantis after this. I would just watch her forever. She's so fun. 
The way she interacted with Kevin Bacon was just so adorable. Which also just the fact that we got a special based on the Guardians of the Galaxy where the plot is they are going to human traffic Kevin Bacon for for a, a gift for Peter. Yeah, for the for the guy who has everything. <laughs> The star of Footloose. Oh my god! And it was so great, just the way they, the way Craglin explained it. He's like, you know, like you, you, you played those characters, but that inspired Peter. Like he actually saved the galaxy by dancing. <laughs> you know, that it all kind of connects together in this like inspiration matters, and these things matter to inspire people to do great things. And I thought that message from Craglin really sold it home. Also, again, I want to just say like. I'm so happy Craglin's becoming more and more a guardian. Even on the poster for volume three, he's on the poster, which just makes me, Oh, that's good. makes me very happy that Craglin's getting some like star power in all this. He's not just yeah. a, a character actor anymore. Sean Gunn. He, he's great. And the character is great. And I loved him in this. Honestly, everyone, everyone was pretty great in this. My one question was, did they really have to make Karen Gillian, sit in that makeup chair to basically do nothing in this episode? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? The way she danced, I was very, very happy watching her dance. That just made, I mean, like, if I hated the entire show, just watching Nebula Her angry dance? Daniel Dibby, the, the emo goth dance to Christmas music was the greatest thing ever. I mean, especially after she was coming, like, I'll get him. You know, in typical Nebula fashion. Oh, my God. You can't, you can't outrun me, Bacon. <laughs> Don't kill him. Please don't don't kill Kevin Bacon. <laughs> also, can we talk about the present she got for Rocket? I know, right? <laughs> it just I laughed so hard. I think I snorted some wine. It was it was so beautiful. I want to know what happened. Obviously, everyone wants to know what happened to let let that happen. <laughs> but I mean, did you base it? Did you see Gun, James Gunn's response? Yeah, it was about like, nobody it cares online. about canon. Like they let me do what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah, he's basically like, no, I I don't have to write that, so it's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I hope they acknowledge it one day. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, Bucky's gonna have to have something to say about it when we see him again in uh, Thunderbolt. Yeah, I mean, he does have, and he does. He's gonna need a new arm. He's gonna need something, and that's some vibranium that the Wakandans are just gonna be like, oh, uh, okay, um, we're just gonna have to let that go. It's a little bit out of our jurisdiction. Um, James Gunn said that this episode, that this special, um, basically was allowing him to set up things before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, so he didn't have to do it in that movie. Uh, so obviously one of the big things was they bought Nowhere from the Collector, which allows us to know two things. One, they made a lot of money saving the galaxy during all this time, um, and thus were able to purchase it from a living collector. He did survive Endgame. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I thought I thought he was killed at in Infinity War. Well, I mean, I th I think the movie sort of implied it at the time, but we didn't see it. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah, good for him. I hope we get to see Benicio del Toro one day as a collector. It's still a chance for like Benicio del Toro, Jeff Goldblum team up. Yes, that's exactly what I want. Beyond the the ride at Disney, um, the Disney theme parks. If you ride the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror ride, um, they do they they are there doing things we also got some light set up for cosmo we got yes that was the other thing we got cosmo um voiced by borat's daughter <laughs> which is just hilarious to me i can't wait to see a full character of that 
We also got the reveal of bulky Groot. Yeah, um, bulky, but like, I feel like it's weird because the way he was portrayed in Infinity War and Endgame vibe that he was like, what do you say, like 13? Yeah, like, I would say maybe a teenager. Yeah, early like a, a young teenager, mid, mid-teens, let's just say. I feel like this version of Groot, the way he behaved, was just younger. It was just, it was, it was odd. Like the way he was just like, maybe it was just the, the pantomime of the performance. He just seemed to be a little younger and, and less. Cause he just seemed like he was a, a more of a, a teenage attitude vibe. And this seemed like very innocent. The vibe that I, the vibe that I got out of him in this was like, he's like a meathead raver. Because he was just in the back I doing guess, the... Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a perspective I hadn't thought of. He's just a beathead raver. He's just a little dim-witted. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I got from him. Okay, okay. We got we got to get through his angsty pre-teens, and now he's like later teens, really into EDM, hanging out at the back of the show. Enjoying a lot of steroids with that body. <laughs> he's got all that plant-growing power happening. The kid got some miracle grow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um... But yeah, okay. So I can I can see that perspective. It just he seemed more immature than he was in the previous. That was that was the only thing based on attitude alone. We also got the new ship, the Bowie. The Bowie. I love the Bowie. It's a great. It's great. I do like it. I'm looking forward to seeing it more in the next in the next film. And that's that's really what this thing was. It was a beautiful holiday precursor to remind us that the Guardians of the Galaxy are this family. Um, and we're, we're still lacking Gamora. Peter's still sad, but they brought him a Christmas. The whole animation, the rotoscoping animation, uh, that bookended the whole thing was really made it a Christmas story. You know, I thought that was a beautiful way to bookend it all. The story of how Yondu ruined Christmas, except apparently he didn't. No, he didn't. He embraced it and gave him his blasters, which was so cute. And Peter gave him one of those little dolls that he loved so much. I wonder if it was his first doll, or whether Peter I think, loved that. I think it was his first doll. Aww. That very doll could be seen in the, in the background of the, of, the, of the first movie, I think. I hope that it is. We yeah. really should have checked on that. Yeah, I think so. My, I think my biggest question uh, from this special is... When exactly did Mantis meet Steve Rogers? And also, I don't. Also, I don't care because that was so funny. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> he just runs away. And then immediately followed up by one of my, the, probably the funniest thing in this, uh, Drax being a bigot because Gobots yeah, killed his cousin, they killed his family, and they beat up. And they beat up. Uh, he was beating him up at the end anyway. Too good. Too good. And honestly, I could totally see them hanging out in that part of town and making a killing. Going to the gay bar when <laughs> Drax didn't want to dance and Mantis just embracing it all, then getting drunk and losing all their money. Every single scene in this was just filled with such gold. Like, Gun knew we only have like an hour for this. So we're just going to tightly make everything super tight and make it as, as jam-packed full as possible. There was never a moment that wasn't devoted to you feeling something whether it was awe wonder or hilarity such a such a such a cute movie or show or special what do you say what's the word i that's the thing i keep wanting to say episode because it just feels like a little mini episode of the mcu yes which actually but you can't say that so it's a special it's i wouldn't say show even though show is probably the best description but that doesn't feel right movie doesn't feel right so 
honestly though this really does show what like this format can do telling really small stories i i wish that they would just make one of these alongside every single movie from now on yeah it's like it doesn't cost too much to do it if you're already filming and just do like a little tiny fun you know one-off story like it this was so fun everyone had something even everyone rocket slides like a talking raccoon i'll kill you after he uh, immediately after he says we're not gonna hurt yeah, you we're not gonna hurt you a talking raccoon i'll kill you oh god <laughs> this is, all of it was great i am groot oh now it's a bad idea you were the one who literally walked him in here uh, in a box in a box also drax and mantis's reaction to figuring out that he's just an actor <laughs> they don't like actors repugnant i believe is the word they use <laughs> And and just uh, Nebula's reaction. So I guess not. All, I guess not all actors are pieces of shit. So fucking. It's so fucking funny. Her read, her delivery on that was just amazing. There, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to say other than make the joke that we have actors saying this, obviously. But it was just well played and well made. Thank you, James Gunn, for bringing all this to the Marvel universe. I'm so thankful for the family of Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm so excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think it is what I am, as of right now, excited most for next year um, on an emotional level. I'm excited for everything, but Guardians of the Galaxy definitely because it's the last one that we're getting this way. Um, it's definitely going to have some meaning. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I don't know, this is it, this emotionally like brought me back to feeling these things for these characters. And now like I just I feel like we're going to lose a couple of them and the story is going to end. I don't, I'm not, I'm not ready for Guardians 3. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm really excited, but I also at the same time, I'm terrified in the same vein. What are your predictions of Guardians 3? Oh, I, I mean, I think Rocket's dead. You think Rocket's dead? I think, I think, I think they're Rocket. setting it up so hardcore that Rocket is going to die. Yeah, they might, maybe they're, maybe they're choreographing it a little too hard and like, maybe he won't, but like, it kind of makes sense that he probably will. Yeah. Which sucks because, you know, he spent the five years of the blip wanting to get his family back and he finally does and then eats it it'll be kind of super sad yeah i don't know um i predict that i'm gonna be really sad either way we're gonna there's no it's not a guardians movie unless you're crying about something he knows how to he knows how to pull your heartstrings james gunn knows how to do that yeah and i mean this is also our goodbye to james gunn because he's jumping ship to do all the dc stuff yeah thanks disney for uh giving in to the roseanne bar the anti-roseanne bar bullshit that like they were trying yeah, how crazy them. is it that how crazy is it that Roseanne is the reason why we're Henry Cavill got fired in yeah. a really weird roundabout it, kind of way? The, the, the six degrees of, of separation of Kevin Bacon kind of bullshit. It's how we ended up getting here um, as a result of Roseanne Barr getting high on sleep medication and saying some fucked up racist shit and uh, then getting fired and then Disney being like, well, we have to do it to james gunn now because of those tweets from 20 years ago that he already apologized for but you know those conservatives are really asking for it so let's give them what they want because that's always worked out and then realizing that everyone was going to go ape shit without james gunn so they brought him back on but it was already too late dc already had him and now we've had to wait a million years for this movie yeah I w- i've pointed this out before and i would like to point it out again we literally had a whole spider-man trilogy in the time it's been since the last Guardians movie. Yep. All because Disney doesn't know how to didn't know how to handle it. 
They eventually they eventually did the right thing, but yeah, it was a very roundabout process. Yeah, but damage is done. He's gone now. He's now a major. He's he's the DC guy now. But perhaps we'll get some good DC movies, maybe. Yes, I mean at the end of the day, it's like where where do I want him best? We got the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, so I can say I'm happy with that. Would I prefer him to stay at Marvel so he can still have fun with in that world that's already doing well? Yes. Does DC deserve to have a chance of success? Maybe, but at this point, I just hate Warner Brothers so much. I want them all to fail. I think I wish DC would be like, you know what? We're going to go over to, to, to MGM or somebody else, and then I could root for them again. But while Warner Brothers holds the license to DC, I really don't care. Like I'm so angry with how Warner Brothers has handled their business for years, having nothing to do with the DC movies having to do with other things too. Like they're just evil. They're, they're evil. I, I, I want all of them and their families to suffer in the afterlife. I loathe them. Uh, YouTuber Lindsay Ellis did a really great breakdown um, reviewing the Hobbit movies and the disaster that was. And if you watch those, those YouTube videos, you will experience one of the many reasons why I loathe Warner Brothers executives and they have ruined so many things the Hobbit included um and it's just when I I just don't care like so it's not DC that I loathe it's just it's sad that DC is caught up in one of the most vile companies ever made and now Discovery is owing you know owns them now and it's somehow gotten worse it's gotten so much worse they just I was watching and maybe you can cut all this I don't fucking care um, but I was watching Raised by Wolves recently, and that got c- canceled, obviously. And I was still watching the second season, and they pulled it. They pulled it off HBO Max, so they don't have to pay the actors and the producers anything anymore for royalties. They they pulled Westworld. They didn't. They canceled it with one season left. Like the things that they're doing is making me angry. And like, if I, I'm just I'm over. The Warner Brothers executive, whoever touches that boardroom, I think automatically is cursed to become a vile, wretched human being. So about that Guardians. <laughs> Love the Guardians. Love the Guardians. Can't wait. But that's my point. Is I love James Gunn working on Marvel because I can celebrate that. And I'm excited for this last tidbit. And this holiday special is a reminder of how wonderful this family is. And as we move forward into this last chapter, I know it's going to hurt. I know we're going to cry. Bring it on. Bring it on. And Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. Happy non-denominational holiday. Yeah, whatever you do. I mean, like me, like I said, I'm, I'm enjoy whatever you can enjoy. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite A cast and you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com until next time i'm jason and i'm joseph and we'll see you guys next week